What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Birds and the Beers. It is April 21st, about 6 p.m. here. I'm Parker Butler, your host. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks. I've been really busy with work. I've had a lot of other stuff going on, so I'm excited to be back. There's a lot to talk about. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Uh, sweep of the Dodgers, uh, more terrorism from Christian Yelich on the Cardinals. There's no way to get that guy out. Uh, you know, a couple of guys have gotten hot, a couple of guys have gotten cold, and we've seen a lot of bad pitching from the St. Louis Cardinals. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into it. Uh, but first, I'll tell you, I am drinking this week a T-Wise from Crane Brewing Company. They're a little company just outside of Kansas City in Raytown. Uh, one of my best friends is actually from Raytown, where they're at. Ben, if you're listening, shout out to you. Uh, and it's Kansas City Royals that aren't doing so hot this year. Uh, love this beer, and I'm excited to talk about it later on in the episode. Uh, as I alluded to, it's been an exciting couple of weeks, and a guy that has really really come into his own in the past couple of weeks for us this year is Marcelo Zuna. Uh, the past couple of weeks, he has absolutely torn the cover off the ball to the point that he is now uh, the OPS leader for the Cardinals, just a shade over a 1,000. Trying to pull my stats up here to dive a little bit deeper into that. You know, here a couple of weeks ago, he made what was probably the worst defensive play I've ever seen. Uh, jumping onto the wall and diving back and just misreading a ball as badly as you ever could. And it's actually been after that where he's really come alive. You know, eight home runs, 17 RBIs, uh, 1,034 OPS, slugging 671, 363 OBP, and raising his average up to 271. Uh, you know, this is just another example of how overreactionary the St. Louis fan base is. You know, if you read on Twitter and see what all the guys talk about on there, it was time to trade Ozuna, it was time to DFA him, don't even talk about re-signing him, even though he was an MVP caliber player two years ago and honestly didn't turn in a bad season last year. Uh, you know, I, I'll talk about it for as long as I have this podcast our fan base is fickle, it's wishy-washy, and if you just hang on, this is a good team, and there's some good players, they're going to do some good things. I'm going to talk about you know some of those areas that aren't exactly highlights later on in this episode, but Marcelo Zuna is tearing the cover off the ball, and I expect that to continue. When he gets hot, he's pretty hard to stop. He did this in the second half of last year. And he's hitting moonshots. I mean, he's not hitting wall scrapers. These are balls that are absolutely crushed. And we're going to hope to see more of that. You know, another guy who uh, really in that same mold is Dexter Fowler. Over his last seven games, he's hitting 400, uh, 43 OBP, just a shade of 1,000 on his OPS. You know, he's kind of starting to hit the ball a little bit harder. He's got 10 hits over his last seven games, driven in a run, walked four times. OBP starting to climb. You know, historically, he's been an OBP type of player. Uh, 361 OBP for his career. So he's a guy that gets on base. You know, not going to hit for a crazy amount of power, even though he did hit over 20 home runs for us a couple years ago. Uh, this is a guy who has just been terribly, terribly treated by our fan base. Absolutely maligned in every possible way. Had his work ethic question. Guys say he don't hustle say he doesn't hustle. I 
don't see that when I watch. I just don't. Uh, I don't think that there are very many ball players uh, out there today that just aren't playing the game the right way. I think that's a silly accusation for a guy who's known as a clubhouse guy, uh, who does hustle, who does play uh, good baseball here lately. You know, his past year, uh, if you put it to numbers, has been abysmal. Uh, last year, he turned in one of the worst seasons ever by an everyday player. And I, I'm really rooting for him to dig out of that hole because he's a he's a good guy. He's historically a good player, and I'd like to see him put together a good season. You know, these last seven games for him have been good. If you look at his last 15 game split, hitting 300, 364 OBP, you know, I, I can see him uh, turning this season around and finding uh, finding whatever it is he needs to get going again and to be a consistent everyday player. Uh, with Bader Hurt, he's spending quite a bit of time out there in center field, and you know he's not looked incredible. Uh, I'll be the first to admit to that. Uh, he's got some stuff to work out. He's not consistently been in center field for a couple of years, and it's uh, it's a little bit dusty. I think we could. Uh, could probably uh, benefit from some shifting around out there, but there's not really a better option than Dexter Fowler right now in our center field position with uh, Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader both hurt. So uh, hopefully we see those guys back here pretty soon. Um, next on the rundown, I've got Christian Yelich as a topic here, and I, I've talked about him a couple of episodes ago because he has just been – absolutely terrorizing the St. Louis Cardinals uh, you know, on the season. 13 home runs for him. I believe eight of those are against St. Louis. A pair of three home run games against us. Uh, you know, Ryan Helsley's first career pitch last week ends up landing as a Christian Yelich home run. Dude is a problem, and I have no idea why we're still pitching to him. You know, certain guys just match up well against certain teams, and Christian Yelich is one of those guys. Uh, you know, I certainly hope that we can either figure him out or just stop messing with him entirely because he's got a 1334 OPS on the year. Uh, you know, just an absolutely absurd power number, slugging 880. Uh, his OPS plus is 236, and I, I want to explain that stat for anybody that's listening. So the baseline for OPS plus is 100. Uh, 100 is essentially a baseline average MLB player if you take everybody across the board. And his is 236, so that is essentially saying he is 136% uh, higher on his OPS than the average baseball player. So just absolutely crushing the ball, particularly against us. You know, your last year's MVP, I think you could very well see him being MVP again this year. And the Brewers are in it, and quite truthfully, everybody in the NL Central is in it right now. A pretty packed race as far as it goes. Uh, I, I would It would be bold to pick an NL Central winner uh, today, just because I, I think every team is in it. Maybe even the Reds. The Reds have a lot of talent, and if they string it together, you know, they could they could probably make some noise. They could very well spoil somebody's season. Uh, you know, here in the past couple of weeks, we have gotten incredible production from our middle infield. You know, making us 
one of the best middle infields in baseball right now with Paul DeYoung and Colton Wong, two guys who are playing great defense. I still make the claim Colton Wong is one of, if not the best defensive second baseman in baseball. Uh, You'd be hard-pressed to find a guy that's doing uh, significantly better than he's doing. And Paul DeYoung, one error on the season, playing rock-solid defense, plays really well with Colton, uh, Colton Wong. In his numbers on the season, you can see that 982 OPS, you know, hitting the ball hard and getting on base at a 389 clip. I mean, I've made the claim on here before, I think two or three episodes ago, that I think Paul DeYoung is a future MVP candidate. Because of the defense that he plays, because of how well he hits the ball, you know, now that he is getting everyday at bats and has stayed healthy this season, he's showing it, hitting 326 on the year. You know, Colton Wong's hitting 288, 967 OPS. He's cooled off a little bit. You know, he started the season just absolutely incredibly hitting for power, getting on base, and he's still doing that. Uh, 422 OBP, 13 walks on the season. You know, he's getting on base and he's still in a couple bases. Uh, he's a he's a guy that I'm excited about. You know, having a manager that believes in him, I think is finally starting to turn him into the player that we drafted him as. You know, he is a guy that's exciting to watch uh, and, you know, could very well potentially be an all-star one day, maybe even this year, if people are really paying attention. You know, a couple of guys that are off to a slow start, you know, talking about historically two guys that just do this are Matt Carpenter and Paul Goldschmidt. You know, Goldie's still 15 RBIs in the season, eight home runs, 893 OPS, so it's not like he's totally mailed it in this year. Uh, he's just not been the player that we know that he can be and that he will be. You know, Paul Goldschmidt is not a guy that I'm concerned about uh, producing this year, and I'm sure that he will down the stretch. You know, every year in Arizona, he got off to a slow start, and he's still going to contend for the MVP. I, I don't doubt that in the slightest. Uh, Matt Carpenter, yeah, another guy who's historically started slow. You know, last year he had one of the slowest starts of all time and became an MVP contender. You know, his hottest his hottest stretch last year was one of the hottest stretches of all time, literally in baseball. You know, just absolutely crushing the ball last year. That three home run game against the Cubs was one of the best individual performances of all time. Uh, he is a streaky guy, and you have to prepare for streaks like that from him. He's not going to give you a high average, but he is going to give you a high OBP and he's going to hit the ball hard. I think he's just hitting into that shift and hasn't found the way to beat it yet. You know, it's not just as easy as dropping a bunt down and getting on. You know, he's a guy who that's not what he gives you. He's a power hitter. He's a gap hitter. And if he starts finding some grass out there, I think he's going to be fine. Uh, You know, he's, He's only been out there a month playing baseball so far this year, and this is about the time that he starts waking up. Uh, Kind of an interesting tie-in with Matt Carpenter. One of the things that I wanted to talk about whenever I started this podcast was team walk-up music. And I got to looking at it, and by and large, our team has absolutely garbage walk-up music. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that because it is mostly trash, and I don't want to talk about it. But one exception to that is Matt Carpenter. So a fun little story about his walk-up song, Long Hot Summer Day by Turnpike Troubadours. 
I actually discovered this band because of Matt Carpenter at a game about five years ago. And for the past five years, they have been my favorite band in the world. I've seen them live a couple of times. I've bought all their albums. I listen to them almost every day. And it's because of Matt Carpenter and hearing that song in Bush Stadium. You know, he's got a couple other songs that he rotates through, uh, one being a Cody Jinks song as well, another artist that I think really highly of. But it's just so cool, that connection between music and baseball. You know, historically, uh, you know, you think about Inner Sandman when you think about Mariano Rivera. You know, Song of the South by Alabama will always make me think of Adam Wainwright. Some guys are just connected to their music. And for me, Matt Carpenter is connected to the Turnpike Troubadours, which is, you know, just kind of crazy for me, music and baseball being two of my favorite things, how they're connected that way in my life. Uh, if you like Southern rock, if you like country, uh, really, if you like good songwriting at all, they're a band you should check out, Turnpike Troubadours. Uh, it's, it's super, super neat how that's happened for me and for a lot of people. Uh, there was an article uh, recently, I think in Art City Media, they either shared it or wrote it, I don't remember, it was a St. Louis outlet about how a lot of people had discovered that band through Matt Carpenter's walk-up music and the band actually shared it. I thought that was really cool. Uh, but the truth be told, I probably won't talk about any more of the walk-up songs on the Cardinals because they are historically bad. Historically bad. We're not even going to touch on it. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. But moving on to talk beer, this is one of my favorite beers. Uh, again, this is T. Weiss from Crane Brewing. And I'm going to read the bottle here. But essentially, what we've got is a sour beer, a Berliner Weiss, combined with a berry rubos tea. Rubos? It looks like from uh, Hugo Teas in Kansas City, and it really is a cool, light, refreshing, really tart beer. Uh, you know, Crane is known for having these sours that are super tart, teeth enamel ripping sour, and this one is no exception. Uh, that's a taste that I like in a beer. It's pleasant for me. It's super refreshing. It's almost like drinks like a like an Arnold Palmer, like if you've ever combined tea and lemonade, that's almost what this drink's like to me. Uh, excellent hot weather beer as it's starting to warm up out there. At least it is here in Missouri. I'm sure just about everybody that's listening to this is <laughs> getting the same weather that I get here in Cape Girardeau. This is one you got to pick up. If you're here in Cape, you can only get it at Cask, uh, which is our local craft beer shop. I highly recommend it if you do. Uh, so in closing today, uh, my thoughts on where the season's going for the Cardinals, I'm still not sure. It's such a weird, weird time in baseball looking around the league. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates are leading the NL Central, and we're tied for second with the Brewers. I think we actually hold the tiebreaker because we've got one less loss. But Cubs are 10-10, and 10, the Reds are 8-13. and 13. Pittsburgh's leading at 12-7, and seven, so nobody's out of it. Nobody's really in the basement yet. Uh, Philly went in the NL East so far this season. Washington really underperforming. A lot of talent on that team that doesn't seem to be turning out so far this year. Dodgers leading the NL West 15-9. and nine. Nobody else really super close to them. 
Uh, Seattle still winning the AL West, cooling off a little bit. They were crushing the ball, I think, at one point, averaging something like seven runs per game. Houston's starting to catch up with them. They're only a game out. Let's see, Minnesota uh, winning the AL Central. I don't expect to see that. I expect to see Cleveland catch them. Uh, the craziest division still to me is the AL East. You know, Tampa Bay way out in front there, two and a half games in front of New York. Boston at nine and thirteen. You know, your reigning MVP, Mookie Betts, Chris Sale, Xander Bogarts, all of those guys, Andrew Benintendi, not producing so far this year, and certainly not producing wins. It's crazy. Uh, the game of baseball. I still think Boston's going to win that division, even sitting. Uh, at 9-13 and 13 today, but you never know what's going to happen. That's the beautiful thing about it. That's why I watch this game religiously year in and year out. Uh, so, yeah, in short, baseball is crazy. I love it for it, and if you're listening to this, you probably do too. Go check me out on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter there, and don't forget to subscribe to the pod on Podbean. I will say I'm working on getting it on Apple Podcasts but their platform is really difficult. It's not user-friendly, and they offer very little support. So if anybody from Apple is listening to this, uh, work on your damn platform because it is very hard for people to upload their podcast to it. I have not even been able to create an account yet because there is so much trouble uh, with that. I've seen a lot of professionals uh, that I follow on Twitter that are having the same issues. So Apple, fix your stuff. I look forward to having my podcast on your platform because that's the only way to get noticed. Until then, I'm on Podbean. Check me out. You guys have a great week, and I'll talk to you later.